Welcome to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, a show hosted by LeZero, the man of a thousand rants, and Wabbit, the fan favorite. This show details the latest news in the Rocket League scene, esports results, and tips and tricks on how to get better at the game, while sometimes they'll just take a random topic and see where it takes them. Thank you all for listening, and enjoy. Hello, welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast. I put a little more energy in that. You like that, Wabs? That was good. You were excited on this. I am excited because I got a lot to say. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, uh, let me thank my patrons. All right. Let's go. Before uh, we get into Drama Corner, and it may or may not be related to the patrons. Who, you know, we'll see. We'll okay. See. okay. We'll see if Drama Corner is related to patrons. No, uh, the first off is uh, new patron. He's a Stan. It's Zodiac 22. There you go. Yeah. Let's go. Welcome uh, to Stan tier. Stan tier. Uh, then we got too much space in the Rocket League tier. Um, we got uh, Chaos Maker in the Stan tier. Um, we got Space Bear in the um, still around roll call tier. Let's go. Uh, but we're hoping everyone moves over. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> then we got. Um, <laughs> oh, no. A name. Which I have here, mm-hmm. but I don't have a message with the real name. <gasps> Pressure's on. Okay. Mistakes have been Word. made. Can you get it? Hold on, hold on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No file. The oh, file's no. going Pressure's through on. that brain file. file. Podcast, podcast files. <laughs> oh, you're actually okay. going to the computer files. Okay, I'm I thought it was the brain file. file patrons. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Do I have this? Because I want to use the real name. Frank, <laughs> it's Frank. Oh my goodness. Frank. Every time you always get Frank and being like, oh okay. God, who is it? When I start freaking out, you just go to Frank in the in the Rock League tier. A-O. Okay. Um, awesome is <laughs> in the director's chair. Uh, so he's going to have to give us a, a topic for that. Uh, mm-hmm. Raz in the roll call tier. Digital Toast in the Patreon welcome squad. Um... Then we have. Then we have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, oh my goodness. It's Sea of the Base, isn't it? Yeah, it's Sea of the Base. It's Sea of the Base. Uh, there you go. In the Rocket League tier. We got Pain in the Roll Call tier. We got your boy Hunting the Patreon Welcome. So I don't know. the Patreon Welcome. Okay. I'm going to real quick explain uh, that I have readed much of the Patreon. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not going to do my pitch here. Okay. You can, you can go check out. The website and maybe i'll do my pitch in the future mm-hmm. uh, actually no i should do my pitch here but my caveat is don't like don't sign up the day this episode releases right sign up the day after so you're not charged for the month right because yep. uh, if, mm-hmm. if you if you sign up in august so wait till wait till september 1st okay yes that's all i'm saying um uh if you are signing up new if you are already patron and you're moving a tier uh maybe if you're moving down a tier uh do so before tomorrow i guess <laughs> yes different for them so that they don't get charged for the the higher tier twice um okay so what we've done if i've re- completely revamped it um all the patrons will get shadows on the shows that they subscribe to there's some where you get access to age of empires pokemon all that stuff mm-hmm. uh i guess the big thing that i add it's ad free so if you get the rock league tier for four dollars uh a month uh, you get ad-free access to the show, the pre-show, Rob and Kyle show. So that's really what you're caring about. If you only want the Rob and Kyle show, though, okay, the greatest mm-hmm. show known to man, all right, and humankind, um, and aliens, and the galaxy, and uh, anyway, if you want, if you want <laughs> that show, um, it's only $2 a month now. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so there you go. That that is that is our our secret flagship show. Only two dollars a month, so more people have access to it. So if you want access to just that, just that, there you go. Okay, uh, we are gonna go into the drama corner. Okay, I'm ready. And just like a bronze game, <laughs> we're probably gonna be stuck in this corner for a long time. <laughs> Let's go. I love being stuck in a corner. Um, there's gonna be there's gonna be thing. You know, the ball is gonna you're gonna think it's gonna leave, and then we're gonna come back. Someone's going to miss the ball and then no boost hit it back into the corner. Uh, there's going to be two rule ones going on. There you go. All the time. Um, Just perfect. Okay. The first of which is Ty Swoogles talking about how the Patreon's a scam. Okay. That is the first mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to say that. Patreon um, is in the drama corner. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Patreon is in. The, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to say I did mention to all the patrons in the previous <laughs> month that August was going to be transition month. Uh, but may- maybe to be to be what's the word to be uh, a fair, you know, honorable person. Mm-hmm. I-, I could have done. Maybe I could have done better. OK, maybe yeah, maybe yeah. I could have, could have blasted it to the walls and, and yelled at everyone and made sure people knew that it was it was a transition month. Uh, and so things were a little different. But my promise mm-hmm. is that September it'll be things go back to the rewards that you're going to be getting the shout outs that you're getting, which is really the thing that, uh, that Ty Swiggles was calling me out on. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's, that's my call. I also like how every time Ty Swiggles and relentless now just feel like, like wild, you know, bees. <laughs> I, it's like, it's a double edged sword to like bring them on. It's like, I really want them on. I want to get their insight, but they're just going to find a way to, uh, to attack me somehow or another. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're, they're not bees. Bees won't attack you. They're wasps. They're just buzzing around, trying to be annoying, existing to just be, just just hurt you there in you very go. small ways. Very small ways. Uh, the second of the drama thing was the whole Rettles thing that's going down now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and what I found very interesting is Relentless had a lot of takes on it mm-hmm. uh, in the Discord. I don't know if you guys talked about it in the last episode. I did listen we to We did that. not but it's been a while. That's what I thought. Okay. Cause I think it's a more, more recent realized it was thrown down in the discord. Um, talking about PR team and, and, you know, having like, you know, the players, uh, not do anything. Yeah. It's, it's, it is wild to me that like they let it show SSG going in. Oh, this is what you want to talk about in the drama corner. Or was this something else about SSG? Uh, this was the SSG thing. This yeah. was the SSG thing. Okay, because yeah. we, uh, Wabs had mentioned to me before the show that like SSG was going to be relevant, and I started talking about this, and I'm like, oh, I guess this is the SSG thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um, it just seems like, uh, you know, like I think I think the reality is they just uh, kicked out Reddles, they shunned him, and there you go. Uh, Wabs was actually. I don't know if Reddles, mm-hmm. Reddles make a new video because I know he made a video recapping Worlds, but I don't know if he actually made a new video uh, on this since then. Um, I don't know if he made a video on this specifically. Um, mm-hmm. I could check the YouTube, but yeah, there's a there was a lot to go, go on with it. There was you know, do you wanna, yeah, do you want to run us through so then I can actually do this? Yeah. So early early rumors i think we might have half mentioned this in the in the previous yeah, episode yeah. early rumors were that reddles uh, had found out before going into the final day 3 um, from some on other player that had had known because somebody on the team was uh, a little bit loose-lipped with their their roster change 
Um, so the previous knowledge that everybody had was that Reddles had found out before the game and was like, oh, he was playing really well because this was like the last thing and him trying to, you know, prove himself, whatever. Um, he didn't know. He did not know. He did not know. He found out, I believe it was that day or yeah, it would have been later that day. So I did watch his first one. He, he did make sure to mention that he didn't know. And he did mention that, Mm -hmm. um, that he did feel, however, when they're playing that last game, that something mm-hmm. was up. Yeah, it was a little bit off, but yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, that might be part of why I was like, damn, Riddles is really, really showing up here. Um, feeling that the vibes are off, you kind of like play different and play up just as somebody who's, play- who's played with vibes off. Um, <laughs> but he, kn- what was it? He guild no com did essentially. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> feeling here. Oh, that's a throwback. <laughs> Yes, he killed he killed no content, but with actual comms on stage in person. Um so that that cleared that up. That's not the thing. He found out afterwards. Um but the thing that is true is that he did find out from not somebody on his team. Um he found out from somebody else who has just mentioned it, probably assuming that either Reddles knew or um was like, Hey, you should probably know this. I don't whatever. Um and that would suck. <laughs> like that's not a good way to find out. And that's that itself, I think, is where the majority of the drama and like um, discontent that people have with this whole scenario is and should be coming from. Because the real thing that is so unprofessional with this is that he found out not from anybody on his team, but because somebody else was talking to somebody on another team about that move. Um, and Reddles wasn't no, wasn't aware, Reddles wasn't told about it, Reddles whatever. Um, now, that's that's the whole thing for the scenario itself. Tim's whole uh, rant <clears throat> and the rants that we were going on and seeing in the in our, our Discord, at least, were mostly about the apology video that Arsenal had put out. Um, like it was within a week. Am I right there? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Within a week, yes. Yeah. So he put out an, an apology video. Um, just trying to clear the air and saying like his side of the story, what happened, what, all the stuff that was going on. And um, it, the reception to that was very split where a lot of people were like, or, or saw it as uh, Arsenal just blaming riddles and giving a half apology where it was like, oh, it was this, it was this, it was this. And all of these things were just kind of riddles. Um, and <laughs> saying that that was the, the reason that they ended up kicking him. But, uh, and like people, you know, hearing it as um, Arsenal saying that, we're like, okay, well, that's kind of just awful. How dare you do this? And other people were like, no, this was a pretty decent um, apology. It was just a very corporate thing, whatever, who really cares? It's SSG trying to be like, no, we need to not bleed bleed fans for for so long, for so fast. Um, And we really don't want to be doing that. So we need to kind of, trap this while it's ahead um so arsenal go and arsenal will put this out um the problems that i saw people bringing up um that were like very reasonable were the tim thing saying like no this should have just been uh there should have been a lot more interaction with ssg um and maybe even the coach or ssg like some representative pr representative from ssg themselves should have been the one to make this video to ignore all of the stuff like oh we kicked him for these reasons um because 
by that point, nobody really cared about why Rettles was being kicked. They just cared about how it happened. So giving the background as to why is completely irrelevant. People just wanted something to be said about um, why it happened in the way that it happened. Um, <clears throat> and that kind of happened, but it didn't really. Um, so some PR person doing it would have been an option. The coach doing it would also would have been an option. It would have been much more professional, granted. Um, my personal opinion on that is that having Arsenal do it was, I think, the correct d decision. Um, but I also think that he probably shouldn't have been saying his own things and should have had it pre-prepared. Uh, oh, let's start Arsenal again. I mean, this is the thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah. What makes Arsenal entertaining is also the thing that when doing yeah. a, a, a serious apology doesn't help so be absolutely bad at you know but yeah it's just the reality right of being a little younger exactly so he, i think that he should have had a lot of like oversight on this basically just been given a script or um wrote written a script or whatever and then have somebody go over it in pr and be like no no no, this is literally just an apology that it's you apologizing to rettles in the fan base for this um f like for telling somebody else and then rettles having to found ha happening to find out that way um so fair there's a there was a lot of criticisms in both directions hardcore fanboys hardcore haters um we honestly don't need any of that we can talk about it we can have a discussion um but <laughs> it happened and the way it was handled um the way it was handled is, is kind of done um in my opinion and i think that nothing like this sh like if anything like this happens again then it's something to take make note of um, because this was the first time that something like this had really happened in the Rocket League scene. And like, obviously they're all kids, but there was so much blowback from this that I, I don't think um, a team roster change, surprising or otherwise, is going to happen in the same way. Um, it, it's just a growing moment for the scene in, in how I see it. Probably not going to happen again. I feel like it'll will have a tendency towards more professionalism as things go on and as time goes on and as these mistakes and blowbacks happen. So that's my guess. Um, I mean, I think one of the things that uh, I'll have to mention here is is there's a discussion as well about how essentially the players, right? They, they still have the 2-3 rule when it comes to the team spots and the roster spots, right? Mm -hmm. um, or I guess... Uh, and like how... It seemed like this was a choice made, like in different scenarios. In other scenarios, like the org itself would make make all these decisions, and as cutthroat mm -hmm. as they can be, less. Yep, it's corporate, and nobody really cares. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just like mm -hmm. in in real sports, right? And I'll mm -hmm. say real sports because that that's kind of the definition. It's like you'll have drama like this, but like at the end, of it, it's just cut thrown and yeah, it's just business, as they say, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but they just feel like, yeah, you're off the team. We have a new player, right? Um, but but that's kind of not the way uh, it is here. Um, I will have to say as well. Um, the uh, another thing that happened from all of this, right, is that Flow State has left, mm -hmm. uh, or I don't know if he was kicked. Um, or left, uh, but there is drama there. There was drama uh, there, or just a separation. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll just mention the tweet. I don't <laughs> actually know. I'm not going to mention the tweet just because just because we've had him on the show a couple times, right? So I'm not going to I'm not going to speculate too much, you know. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh. But 
SSG and him are parting ways. I don't know if it has anything to do with this decision or something completely unrelated. I literally have no idea. Um, but that's also a thing that happened at the same time. So there you go. Okay. Um, uh, did that happen the day before, I think? Or maybe the same day, I'm not sure. It was either the same day or day. It was it was it was right. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speculate on it. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think he'll wanna talk about it. Okay. Uh yep. that's what it seems like. So yeah, we'll we'll see if there's anything from that, but mm-hmm. um but that is just a thing that happened and I thought we'd mention it here while we're on it. Mm-hmm. Um Okay. Wow, I just I had so many re- revelations, sir, as I was going through this. It's like this was definitely one of those bigger stories. It's also the biggest tournament, you know, of yeah. literally Rocket League of all time, right? The highest viewership, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all time, and it's you know, I think the tournament was great. I think it was super exciting, um, and this is like the drama that comes out. It is weird though, because I do you know what I'm about to say here, Rabs. I don't think so. In reference to the drama and it being a big tournament. No, if you say um, it, I might know it. But okay, <laughs> well, I was going to see if you're, we're we're synced here. No, but um, I was just going to say it's it's one of those things where uh, if if you take a look, when there's this kind of drama coming out of a big tournament, it does kind of spice up the scene. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> as much as people want to be like, we want everything to be super professional. Mm-hmm. This kind of thing is like, okay, where's Reynolds is going to go? It's going to add to every time Reynolds plays against Arsenal in the future, right? Yep. It's going to add to um, SSG being, you know, bad oh guys God. now in the Rock League scene. So it's mm-hmm. like all these things add to the scene in a sense, uh, but definitely take away or hurt SSG. There you go. Yeah. Thank you for saying that, by the way, because there is something I want to say that you reminded me of. Reynolds made bank. <laughs> off of this this uh thing i think he ended up getting um like was it a doubt i don't know he got so many subs um on twitch uh his youtube was blown up his twitch is blown up all of that like the day of um i think it's where he was like released an episode every day for the last two weeks mm-hmm. and there's a reason like he's marketing this you know decision um very very well like he is doing this incredibly hey, well. Yo, Reynolds Reynolds knew the game from the <laughs> very beginning. From the moment like even when he was like, you know, like I think it's interesting cuz like, you know, he's known as the trash talker, but like mm-hmm. I think Reynolds is really calculated and smart. Um, yeah. and I don't even mean that in a negative way. Um even from when he stood up on that, you know, I remember I remember I remember the dream hack he stood up, you know, on the uh on the table. I was there, mm-hmm. you know. Same. In the, yep. We were there. Well, we know. I, you weren't there, Raps. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, uh, but no, uh, no, I, all those things, it's like, he knew the entertainment part, right? He knew the, the part of like, this is also business this is also a brand thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is very smart and he's kind of, he's the one where it's like, he's an entertainer. And, and like, even though, you know, I'm sure this stuff hurts, right? He also knows it's like, well, I don't know what, you know, security I have, but the bigger I can grow my brand from here, right? Mm-hmm. The better it is. And I don't even think it's like sympathy, right? It's like, he's smart. He's like, I need to do this now for my security. Yeah. Right? I don't even think it's like, a, you know, anything like that. No, I don't think so. And like, 
I'm I'm sure that he can see all of the impressions that just he is getting. Um, all of it, the, it seems the right, like him. no one is on the side of of Arsenal and mm-hmm. and you know Daniel a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because it, it seems like they've made Arsenal into the big uh, the big bad here. Yeah, and I, I see most people um, being like, "Oh, I feel bad for Daniel because, like, you know, he's, he's so young for one." But granted, Arsenal is as well, so keep that in mind. Um, <laughs> but uh, Daniel's like really, really young. He's new to this, and he's probably just being like, "Oh, I don't really want to make too many waves." Like, whatever. Well, who who knows, right? Because like, yeah, yeah. There, there is always that. I I know there's an argument of like, I don't want to say it, but <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we should get a new player. But I don't want to say it publicly, right? Yeah. Is that what Daniels is saying? Absolutely not. But is that what would make it more drama? Yes, it would. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there it is. Okay, I think we've harped on this. Uh, time to harp on even more ridiculous things. Okay, so Let's another go. part. Mm-hmm. And this is, <laughs> yeah, we're 20 minutes in, and this is the drama I actually wanted to talk about. Um, <laughs> we've started the, the drama. Let's go. This is this is hilarious. Lick Tackler is going to love this one. Um, this has to do with the Call of Duty scene. And now you might think, Ooh. what does this have to do with Rocket League? Um, it mm-hmm. has to do with Rocket League because every single Rocket League content creator has commented on this on Twitter. Um, and it has amused me so much so that I went to depths to find out what it was about. Oh, um, okay. So, uh, and it's like it's like the silliest drama. Essentially, it boils down to um, someone being ungrateful about getting a place to live with his friends and getting 60k a year uh, to Twitch stream uh wow and complaining okay. about it um so but all, right. I, all i all i got was like sunless con and widow and like all these other like rocket league people are just making jokes about like um you know <laughs> it's like uh i'll I, listen i'll move into a house and twitch stream for a cookie you know <laughs> like <laughs> um and and uh essentially so it's it, so yeah it was it was about the mob which is uh how little i know about call of duty or all those things or valorant or whatever mm-hmm. um, but it's a hundred thieves that's the this okay. arc uh, yeah. that had this like this group called the mob and um there there was a guy who's like out complaining that like they took a lot of his sponsorship money when they're mm-hmm. in the in the thing but he was being paid 60k a year and had a house and was able to keep anything he made from twitch and youtube so uh, okay <laughs> so um that's kind of a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie, and like I, I think in Nature put this very well. Like esports organizations in general lose money, so mm-hmm. um, it's not them being greedy. It's like it's literally the most impossible. Like if anyone's making money off esports, like I, what I'm talking about, um, I'm not talking about game developers because game developers essentially treat esports as an advertising expense mm-hmm. uh, or prolong a game expense, and it's justifiable essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, when it comes to actual orgs, right, the sponsorships or whatever, it's like just to stay afloat and pay players and whatever. It's like it is. There, if there is a profit margin, it's it's less than restaurants. OK, yes. <laughs> and the restaurant profit margin is about 12 percent. So um, that's pretty bad. Like it, re- like most restaurants, if you make 12 percent less than you did the previous month, you're, you're going to you're going to start losing money. Right. So mm-hmm. um which is tiny, like tiny, yeah. tiny, 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 right? And I'm not talking fast food because they're probably margins a lot higher. I'm talking about like, you know. Uh, I don't even know if it'd be a lot higher. It's a lot higher only because of the fact that it's so, like it's so mass produced that they can get a lot cheaper. 
Okay, fair. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, um, if you are just like a local chain with like one or two restaurants, then you're you're you're, you're it's a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, <laughs> side note. Uh, but but yeah, no no. Essentially, it's just intriguing. Like we talk about esports orgs and, and thinking their like ability to uh, to what's the word? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. to make money. It's just, it's, yeah. it's just not the case. It's like the games are big, right? The companies yes. themselves are big. Esports orgs can be big, right? But there are a lot of passion projects. Or mm-hmm. um, if if someone's being really smart, it's a bunch. It's a lot of. You have to be like almost shrewd. You have to get someone famous, but not pay them a lot. You know, <laughs> like. Um, yeah, I mean. This is the thing, right? Where everyone signed up for SSG, right? You know, and there's a moment like SSG, and this is like, SSG is in the news, but SSG, like every single like, content creator, they completely cornered the space, right? And every single content creator, mm-hmm. but clearly it wasn't lucrative, right? Clearly it was a ploy to just get their brand and it worked to get their brand mm-hmm. out there, right? But everyone after a year or so kind of like left. So um, it, it just feels like they signed one year contracts and they're like, here we go, right? Because mm-hmm. if you can get like a content creator with 100 people for like pennies, right? Uh, you can get like 30 of them you know what i mean all of a sudden you have a much greater market share so mm-hmm. uh, i just find all that interesting yeah yeah anyway point being uh i was like frozy or frosty or something i don't know whatever uh was cl- was being a clown so there you go there's a drama drama corner for the day all right fair I wonder what I, I kind of want to know what Nick Tack has to say about it because like I know, do like, I do uh, Nick Tack let me know if you want to be on the show yeah uh, <laughs> talk about that specifically should I be Maybe. on the show when he's here or should I not be on him and then let him go wild that's that's the bigger question uh, <laughs> no there it is so there's your drama I hope I hope you enjoyed it we are we're now we're we're you know with my revamp Patreon we're we're now gonna be uh, searching all the clicks we're gonna go as mainstream as we can okay get push the show out here um speaking of which um we should we should uh get things moving right get some events going right that'd be a good idea right wabs sure um wabs what are you doing this weekend <laughs> this weekend yes are you free or no um probably for a certain amount of time what's up okay uh so either so on saturday mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. at 7 p.m eastern time mm-hmm. if wabs is free then it's a duo Mm-hmm, but if he's not, uh, the ASAP Weekly hosts here, okay, are going to do some either 1v1 or 2v2 challenges, okay? okay. And so what I'm going to do is that when we release the episode, we're going to get people to sign up with their friend. It could be whoever. Messi, you can sign up on this one, okay? Um, but we will Nothing. order you from we will order you from uh, least ranked to, to highest ranked, okay? So if Messi's there, he's the boss um and we play if it's just me then it's duels uh but if it's um if it's wabs then it's 2v2 now there Mm -hmm. is a caveat however Mm -hmm. okay um uh if you do sign up right um what i will say is you will be granted a one minute okay trash talk before it starts all right now if you lose Wabs and I, probably myself, mm-hmm. will get to trash talk you back after the game. Okay. But if you win, you get another minute to then trash talk us after. Oh, and we beautiful. also, <laughs> when we lose, is the end of the stream. Okay. Okay. So you not only do you get to trash talk us, 
you then get to trash talk everyone who was waiting and watching the stream <laughs> and not getting the chance to play. So there you go. <laughs> this can go great. This can go absolutely terribly, but this is the plan. Okay. I'm so ready to lose to like bronzes. I'm sorry. I, I hope we have some bronzes because if we're if we're getting hit by like two GCs right in the beginning, it's gonna be tough. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is the format. So it's I I haven't found a name for it. Oh yeah, no, actually I do have a name. What am I talking oh. about? Psh, easy. You, for you us. Know. Yeah, yeah. ASAP Weekly Gauntlet. There you go. There's there the name. That's it. That's the gauntlet. You're gonna, we're going to go through the gauntlet, and w- when we lose, we lose. Or if we make it to the end, um, yeah, there it is. We'll put ourselves in the Hall of Fame. I'll do it. Oh, uh, let's go. <laughs> we're banned. Is that how messy got in the Hall of Fame? It is how messy uh, got to the Hall of Fame. So, oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. Uh, so yeah, that, that's event this Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern, and then at 9 p.m. after. I'm hoping it's not going to be longer two hours. I don't know how many you're going to sign up, but if a lot of you sign up, I guess I'll have to change it. Um, <laughs> Uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern, um, I'll be playing AOE 4 with uh, my AOE co-hosts. So there you go. Lots nice. of a- ASAP Weekly Saturday. There you go. Coming back. Yeah. You know, after the break, we're, we got to get things moving. So there you go. I'm going to throw this in after Drama Corner. Okay. Because this uh, is drama. It's future drama. Tra- it's while well, we're getting ready for the trash talking. So there yeah. It <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> So I'm excited for that. Yeah, let's let's make it happen. Um, yeah, it'll be good. Uh, okay. Uh, now that the, yeah, I, I just threw announcements at this point in the show. I don't know. This is what happens. That's where it happened. Uh, so uh, at this point in the show, Wabs, is there anything you'd like to talk about? Because I, I, I do like giving you a chance. And then if not, I do have something we can go on to. Okay, I actually do have one thing that I really wanted to talk about. Okay. And that is the gold rush uh tournament that happened over the weekend go for it <laughs> keep in mind i watched a grand total of three games <laughs> <laughs> i watched the grand finals <laughs> nice um, because i was looking through twitch and i was like damn i want to i want to watch some rock league today and then i saw rizzo was streaming and i was like cool i'm gonna go watch rizzo and it wasn't rizzo it was the cold rush stream <laughs> Which was a tournament that was uh, entirely done of extra mode maps. And it was uh, some pros and some content creators, all of them on, on their own teams. And just, just, just vibing. Vibing in extra mode game maps. And it was amazing. The, uh, the casting was great. It was very, very chill. They were on a couch. Everybody was wearing, uh, I think it was like 70s or 80s gear. It was great. Amazing. Old arcade stuff. They played a, a mode, a game mode that I saw, which looked genuinely very fun if you if they added something to make it so that you could install but th- they would have to do that second um and what the mode was was volleyball but instead of just normal volleyball it was volleyball with drop shot tiles on the ground so you had to hit it twice but when there was an open hole the car could also fall through the hole and get demoed <laughs> okay <laughs> it was all just- right you know that classic Justin scream, like the Justin screech that happened. Um, yeah, 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 just that you heard through all of the the mics. It happened again. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. I was dying laughing. It was a, an incredible tournament. It seemed like such a fun vibe. Nobody was really caring. It was just just a vibe. Everyone was chilling. It was great. Um, so that was a lot of fun. That's what that's what I was doing for like an hour on my weekend. I was just watching that and laughing. It was it was amazing, <laughs> and that's that's it. That's what I wanted to say. Okay, 
add that game mode. It looks like a lot of fun. I mean, the, yeah, Golden Rush do, does seem like a lot of fun. I mean, this is one of those things where, like, I mean, I like that they're creating new content, right? Like, I like mm-hmm. I like how they're keeping up with that. Um, it's one of those things. I think a lot of us are waiting for UE5, right? Like that—that mm-hmm. that is kind of where we're at with a lot of these game modes. And I'm like, I'm wondering if the creative modes will feel more front and center when that happens, right? Like, I wonder if that's one of those things because I just think I think we've been feeling this for a while now, right? Like Rocket League's realized that it's it's a niche that has exploded, but it's still niche, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think it's one of those things where like I'm having an interesting time like classifying Rocket League players, right? Because I think it's just all of us who have played it for a while, right? And there's there's a large player base in itself, right? Um but we we were the fad game for a little bit, right? We were the fad, we were the the passing phase. Um mm-hmm. but but now it's interesting to think about, you know, what's the next step, right? And I'm I'm most curious about the ability to just have maps like immediately in the game right from this and the ability to just be like okay no we're gonna actually play lethemir's like 500 different maps right away without Mm -hmm. having to do stupid things it'll just be like here it is you know community maps or it's in the base game it's in the base game and i think tournaments from it would be great um i think red bull has to get it on it okay Mm -hmm. uh do you know why i might mention red bull i have a couple reasons but i want to hear what yours is uh, sure, sure. That's always a great diplomatic answer when you don't have the answer. Um, so no, no, I have a couple. They're, they have their <laughs> racing stuff. No, they have their extreme sports stuff. They have so yes. many different possibilities. Like, which one is it? <laughs> no, when 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 Red Bull did a lot with um, <coughs> get your drinks out. Uh, Starcraft was uh, oh okay. They also did esports stuff. Apparently, yeah, it, it's like they did. Well, the day nine they did like a custom tournament thing where like the fans could have random things happen during a game oh that sounds amazing spawn a monster you know or just Mm -hmm. have nukes like 30 nukes fall over the map or just like random stuff okay so Mm -hmm. i just want the rocket league like tournament where as the tournament's playing the crowd votes and it's like vote uh give everyone a thousand boosts now or like vote give everyone spikes right like (laughs) <laughs> stuff like that but but beyond that beyond like the things that like the things that we've seen right with these custom map modes i want it to be like to make a hole in the map that when the ball goes into the hole they have to go chase it down the hole and then it comes out on the other side of the arena i don't know like i'm just, I'm just saying you can start getting way more creative so i'm hoping no with walls the ball map, teleports through yeah yeah um <laughs> you have to you have to you, you have a bat like you have to now score twice to get a point, right? Or something. I don't know. Yeah. Everyone uh, puts in a glizzy. Uh, <laughs> there's a blizzard and you just randomly get thrown if you hit into the tornado. <laughs> there's just the moving tornado, you know, that you have in Rumble. And it just continues on through the whole uh, thing continuously. And you're just trying to dodge it. Um, but yeah. That would be such a fun chaos game mode. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I want... You know, like that sort of interaction maps. Yeah. I want them also to be integrated into the main game and promoted as like this is what the whole community is actually doing, right? Because mm-hmm. it just feels like sometimes with these weekly things or, or monthly things, sometimes, right? It's like, oh, this is really cool, and I'll try it once or twice, and then it's like, well, now I'm not doing it anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like some kind of incentive that that it's hard, it's hard, right, to to think of incentive, but it's like all these game modes are fun, but it's tough because a lot of the players that are sticking around are hardcores, right? 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and like I saw this happen with Overwatch as well, right? Like I saw the players. Uh, it was like in the beginning, it was all casual and fun and whatever. And it's like if you're still around three years later, everyone's a competitive player. It's like you're 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 you know, Overwatch League was your dream, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or or whatever you're 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 playing to that end. Um, and it just wasn't as silly, but you, you know, so like, yeah, having, having these custom game modes is adds a lot to it. And these, yeah. man, esports are such interesting beasts, right? Yeah. Cause like objectively rocket league is, is so in far beyond success. It's unimaginable. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially I'd argue as well. The fact that our esports viewership is, is growing every year is also amazing. Mm-hmm. Objectively. Like it, yeah. it is I understand it's not blown into the million person watching esport, but the fact that it's grown every year um, is a great sign. Because uh, yeah. I I personally think if the esports scene keeps going and we keep getting more and more viewership every time we have this big tournament every year, right? If we top it every year, then objectively that that is a healthy sign for an esport that most don't trend that way, right? Most either blow up like crazy right or completely mm-hmm. disappear off the face of the earth and i think rock league is an exceptionally well with some of these things it's like very rare for things to genuinely um consistently grow for so long like not many not many games like we're seven years in you know what i yeah. mean like we're our podcast is almost is it four years now are we getting to four uh what episode is this uh this is 189 i believe uh yeah we're getting close to four (laughs) so so we our podcast has now been around like think about this right because we we thought we came super and we did come in super late in the game right Mm -hmm. but our podcast has now been around more than half of the time the rocket league has been around right (laughs) let me just blow abs and now and now you know i finally revamped the 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 what's it called the patreon, the patreon. And i'm trying to get things going and i'm putting pumping money in all right <laughs> we're, uh, we're hoping that we can get this going um but no i i think i think generally you know it's one of those things where it is a success right and it's it's the other part the community part that has it, it is very actually super interesting uh, this is i'm a completely side tangent now but it's fine <laughs> that the esports scene has exploded beyond its community when its community was the thing that built it right yes it's diehard community built it and then it's exploded beyond way, way beyond, I think what you could have imagined ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's professional it, you know, relatively. Yeah. It's handled quite well. I think from, from rocket league side of things professionally, mm-hmm. professional, but still has 16 year old athletes. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And it will, it will always, I think I've just resigned myself to the fact, right? This is, yep. this is not the long game. Everyone switches a year or two in, right? You don't have 20 year careers. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, you know, that does make it exciting, right? That means, like, if someone's watching esports, like, it means people get legacy or hero or, or what's it called? Hall of Fame worthy career status in significantly shorter amounts of time, which is not necessarily a bad thing because it makes our history mm-hmm. feel a lot bulkier than it actually is. Yeah, yeah, I guess. You know, like, like. Turbo, Violet, Panda, and K-Dub were the, were the time of the ancients and the greats, okay? <laughs> they were the... Uh, you're going to like this one, right? <laughs> they're the, the radiance. You know, they're the the heroes of old yeah, at this point. 
um but it's good because it means it means that the legacy that they started like grows from it right mm -hmm. and i think i think the big thing about this tournament is it was the first world's like live in person right so yeah success compounds that way i think my favorite thing about you saying that uh turbo kate up and violent panda was like the greats of old is that they were in what season seven season six yeah, like, so there they, were grades the... before them. There was there was like Cronovi, Gibbs was no, 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 no. Okay, okay. So this this is what it was. <laughs> this was, history. and I will hold to this. Okay, um, to me, it it's like that is the the dream perfection, shall we say, of the civilization. Mm. So was, the the civilization of Rocket League has risen, all right, through its pioneers, through its first heroes, right, mm -hmm. for, for small village leaders, Cronovi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um and and on their backs all right someone established the ideal like city okay call it rome uh what's that new <laughs> one in, in the house of the Dra uh what's the one they always allude to i don't know valyria or whatever in, sure in game of thrones right it's it's the it's the um plato's ideal of of what a mm -hmm. rock team is this dominant undisputed right two time right i believe in a row the platonic form of a perfect team. Yep. yep. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. The platonic form of a perfect team um, who then, even when they lost, were still objectively perfect till that last game. Mm -hmm. And we haven't seen it since. And the reason we haven't seen it since is because the technology has moved way past it, but it's because it's been mythologized, right? To the point of abstraction. When we look at it, it's like, no, that like there will never be an era where a team was that dominant, right? And won that many worlds. Now we've also changed the rules because now worlds is every mm -hmm. every year instead every of every year, every four months. So, you know, by that logic, BDS is objectively, even with the change, <laughs> objectively has a be I would a argue, rain. <laughs> or at very least an equivalent rain. Okay, so, so we see. Is that to, not false? Because I, now they've won worlds, all right? Okay, and they're dominant right. for the last year and a half, then they disappeared, and they're back, all right? And this is how I relate this back to Rockley. Go But up. the problem with BDS again, and I will always say this, is their performances on the lands until the final. They went 0-9. <laughs> I will always you know, bring this, this up. The, this is the... <laughs> This is great. They did Sorry, not. I, I love about this. <laughs> and this, see, this right now is exactly what we mean. We have these discussions about the greats because we have these discussions about the greats. We have our history, which is going. Now you can respond to that because I'm still right. Because if we didn't have a history, right, then it'd be cool and exciting and new. But, you know, in 20 years when Turbo's, you know, grandchildren. <laughs> Heir, heir to the dynasty, right? <laughs> Firstborn of, of the Swedish clan, all right? Ruler of Vikings. Um, <laughs> joins when, Dignitas, yes. We joins Dignitas, of course. Uh, <laughs> or Dig, Digna 2.0 or whatever. I don't mm -hmm. know. Volume 4. Um, when, when, he, when he does it, be like, his father was the champion of old. And now he must live up to his legacy. Um, 
no but but going back to bds because i actually now do want to talk about this because i somehow (laughs) this is one of those greatest rants where you don't quite know where it's going and then you stumble into something you want to talk (laughs) about um teachers do a lot of that uh so when uh yeah with bds you know what it is it's like okay so the dignitas era was the the era era of it's 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 like it's the golden era okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's the it's the idealized era but it's also um they were dominant for the whole of it right while Mm -hmm. they're while they're up they're up um and so with bds it was like the newcomer rulers who had to who had to uh had to throw someone out too you know they had to (laughs) they're gonna be they're gonna be the trinity that that was gonna that's gonna take over the kingdom the the three warriors and they had to they had to backstab one of them but in general it was it was a little more murky okay but their glory in the end final victory upon the battlefield is will be a bet will be a remembered moment and Mm -hmm. and their their struggle was their the, the time that it took for them to get to the top right or to them for other people to acknowledge them you know what i mean um and their time at the top was relatively similar but they had way more falls and we remember it because it's more recent okay maybe maybe but i do agree that we'll go five years in the future mm-hmm. team bds will be the team that kind of despite what we expected ended up winning because they were a dominant team that weren't dominant for a while and land and then finally actually won right mm-hmm. which was kind of fun granted the um, caveat with them is that they were always dominant within eu they were just never dominant within the lands so I will give that caveat to like not dominate their, for a their while. foreign their foreign <laughs> campaigns could do a little work all uh, right but then uh, they won one great battle and were yeah. able to claim the claim the victory okay um, you know what i'm gonna say for the comparison of current bds to uh the old dignitas is that if if this bds and honestly let's say the old bds we could put seiko in there as an option but i'm gonna say no just for now um, if the older BDS split their three ways and each of their teams, Mark by Eight, Extra, and uh, Monkey Moon, if all three of those teams that they each went to then went on to be top teams, then sure, I will accept it. <laughs> because that's what happened with the old Dignitas, right? Violent Panda, uh, Fairy, or Fairy, Violent Panda, um, KDOP, and turbo all went on to their own specific teams afterwards and then dominated at their own times um, that's that that dynasty didn't end until turbo retired and kato turbo retired and <laughs> kind of he went to coach uh, well turbo has been looking for a team actually um on twitter preferably na he said but also <laughs> to look at you if we oh, okay when you oh. Then maybe the dynasty isn't even over. We don't even know. Turbo is definitely the veteran, right? That's yeah. like way, you know what I mean? Like skill wise with the sword is just like not there. But once he's on the battle, just like takes down like 10 people in a row. You know what I mean? Where it's like, like 
their their experience is just so vast and there's like no pressure on him. Even there's like a hundred <laughs> bad guys that like, yeah, he's not going to twirl around and do a flip for you. Okay. But Perry strike, Perry strike all the way through a hundred men. All right. I think you mean Pierre strike. Perry, Pierre. <laughs> yeah. I said, what did, what did I say? You said Perry. Yeah. Like Perry this, and then strike. If anyone gets it, they'll get it. It's fine. It's, it's gone. It's over my head. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, no. I I get I get what you're saying. Um, uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, I would. I think I think we're always going to mythologize that dignitas, right? Right. And that's part um, of it as well because it's so mythologized. Yeah, and I think we'll, we'll I think get there at with some BDS, point, I'm sure. But I, at some point, I actually it kind of is very poetic that BDS like. BDS has kind of been on top for two years, kind of, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, so you could, like, let's just say BDS keeps winning, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to be, like, undeniable, but we'll still have a, a, a fonder spot for Dignitas and this is Rocket League moment mm-hmm. happening during their thing and the, the Cloud9 toppling the, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the overlords. Yep. So... <laughs> Like those stories just feel very cemented in for me, right? BDS um, will be appreciated when they're gone. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But it, it's, I think it's, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like they're fighting up a current. You know what I mean? Because there's a history now, right? To etch yourself in history, you almost have to do more. You have to outdo the previous history. Yeah, maybe. I don't even know if that's that's entirely fair though. Like no, to be not, as we're gonna remember BDS when they're gone, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. This was maybe. This is a very long rant. I love this. This is a good rant. This is great. Uh, <laughs> what what we enjoy about the show is not necessarily what the listeners enjoy. Right <laughs> the listeners enjoy when I snub Tim, aka Relentless. Uh, so we're gonna do some of that here. Oh, let's go. Uh, we're gonna end the show off with some uh, Q and A question corner. Okay, mm-hmm. but guess what? I'm gonna go from the bottom up. All right. Oh, let's go. We're keeping the long, long terms. And we're missing all of Tim's uh, oh. things. There it is. Oh my god, this is beautiful. This makes me so happy. Um, Elias, based on World's performance, if you could make a super team using players from any region, who would you pick? How about just NA or just EU? Uh, based on the World's performance. Hmm. Hmm. <sighs> Based on worlds. Well, like, because it's like, how do you argue? Like, is there a team that's going to be better than BDS, right? But I don't think that's the point. It's more like what team's going to excite you the most, you know? Like, if you're mm-hmm. taking all these teams, but based on, like, specifically how worlds went. Um, hmm. Yeah. Specifically, yeah. <sighs> okay. So we all know that Jan is in there. I'm doing that for Cursor and for me. <laughs> okay at least you're honest about it <laughs> um can we put Jan and okalid in the same team i think so i think that would be an acceptable pairing granted that's not based off world's performance um because okalid okay so here, here's the thing here's the thing i i objectively think g2 all the players on G2 as a team are incredibly great. I Oh yeah. I wouldn't It's hard for me to see them outside their own team. Like I just think they have mm-hmm. to be a team to be so Yeah. Good. G2 works incredibly well as a team in current state. 
um, changing that up is going to be hard for just because they've been together for so long that seeing them as something else other than like specifically within that team is, is very hard. <laughs> it, so yeah, Jan, Jan Okalid and first killer, right? <laughs> I, I kind of disagree with Okalid for that. I think I would actually put, you just said Okalid. I know I did, but specifically, I just use your thing. And then I you know, said, no, I, I know, I know I did, but I said no before you said my thing. So I'm going to put that out there. Um, but because they didn't perform in worlds, um, not nearly as well as we would have expected. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Um, put you, you can't put Khaled, so I, I, I would, I think, maybe put Joyo. No Chicago, no JNFs. I was wondering about them. I might. Um, I'm just thinking about who like super popped off and who might actually work as a team. Because um, with like with Jan and Joyo as two people on a thing. Uh. I don't know if Chicago would ever work. Also, like, maybe like a beast mode. You know what I mean? They did quite well. They did do well, but I, my problem there is that there's no, like, defensive backline, and it's two super, super greedy players that mm. are, like, very, very heavy uh, boost users. Um, so, like, I'm almost thinking, like, a mist, but... Monkey Moon extra mist. Done. Uh, Torment. Did you say Tarman? I'm saying Tarman. <laughs> what I love, I, I was honest, because I didn't give my recap of, of Worlds, right? Mm-hmm. When I was watching Worlds, I'm just like, I just want I just want Torment to be, to win and just be like <laughs> the man who like was criminally like or seen definitely as the weak link in mm-hmm. Cloud9, just still here. Yeah. Still at it. And I mean, he, he technically did, but I'm just, you know. No, I, I'm saying Torment unironically. Like, I genuinely think that Torment would be the the player. He would, be, he would be the rock. They need a rock. Yeah, you know? exactly. Actually, I like that a lot. Torment with Monkey Moon Extra. Monkey Moon Extra just go insane, and then Torment just, just stable. Okay. There. I like it. I like that as a, a second team. How did you get some Monkey Moon and Extra? <laughs> you were just like, all right, we need all the B- BDS. <laughs> Well, no, no, I was thinking, because I, I objectively was like, what's a team that can beat BDS? But I'm like, no, there's still a strong team. What team can beat BDS? BDS. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Question answered. Um, oh, there's a Tim one. Not going to do it. Ooh, Pawn here. I actually like this one a lot, because this is something we talked about a lot in earlier parts of the show. I have to admit something. This is from Pawn. Well, Pawn mm-hmm. admitting something. That's already already big news. Um for most of my life, I thought more frames would make me a more competitive Rocket League player. I don't think I quite understand how it all works. Between 144 hertz monitors versus 60 hertz monitors, Bluetooth versus USB wire controllers, and then frames mm-hmm. per second. Is there anyone who actually knows what's up and can tell me what to do? Okay. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Okay. Yep. First of all, uh, the reason wired controllers um, are preferred to anything else is the response time into your game is literally one more stable, but it is faster, right? So mm-hmm. the time it takes for your input from a Bluetooth controller, right? Or wireless controller or whatever mm-hmm. um, to get to your machine and then into the game is slower. So that means you're going to, you're, you're literally going to be slower, right? Yeah. Um, what, what I'll add to this though, is that current Bluetooth is actually very, very good. It, the difference there is kind of, it's there, but it's not as much as people really bring it up to be. Um, a problem that I have with it is the potential of it turning off. 
Yeah, or someone else starts connecting a blue. <laughs> like there, there are a lot right. of as like, soon as the waves start hitting each other. Yeah, yeah just uh, annoying potential problems where it can literally just run out of batteries, and then you're like, "Well, I lost the game." <laughs> and I, yeah, I think I think stability for me feels the more right. Yes, like it, yep. it's just you you know where you're getting as long as no one literally cuts the wire. Yep, um, you're good. Uh, so there it is. But yeah, I I, I, I see what you mean. I, I think we've just and it, you know what it is. I think it's like when you play on. Uh, well, this is like, you know, with Xbox or PlayStation, right? There is input lag, right? Like mm-hmm. there, the time it takes for the information to go to the server is slower as well. So if you play with an Xbox controller on a game console versus a computer, yes. it's going to feel different. And yeah. then if you play on a better computer or with better internet connection, it's also going to slightly feel different, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, 144 hertz versus 60 hertz. Um. <sighs> Mm-hmm. 144 hertz make you a better player no right um i think it's it is hard right it, in theory you should see more right mm-hmm. the, the amount of frames the amount of literal moving things on your screen and and how like quote-unquote crisp how quote-unquote less blocky it looks mm-hmm Right, you, sh- you it should feel slightly zoomed out. It should feel like the details make more sense. So when you're doing air dribble, when you're doing a flip reset, when you're hitting the ball, it it should it literally means there are more ways that you see it connect. Right mm-hmm. now, the inputs in your controller are the same. The only difference is um, when you are inputting with a controller, it's like you might not be able to visualize some of the really minor movements you do. And I guess with 144 Hertz, you might, you might be able to see, Oh, this is like a slightly different angle. When mm-hmm. I'm all right. Yeah. I'm, you go, you go. But I'm so right. this one is an odd change because I think with every single person that I've heard that makes this change, except for like maybe one or two people who prefer the lower Hertz, like a 60 Hertz uh, over like a 240, um, which is very, very rare. Um, almost everybody will go up by making this change. Like they will see a um, a genuine change in their ability and in their rank, and like that'll be reflected in their rank. Um, th- there will be those changes, and it's it is weird because it doesn't seem like that should be enough to make that difference. Um, but you're seeing more of the game. You're seeing more things happen quicker, and that ability of just like. I think it's more the smoothness than it is the, mm-hmm. hey, I'm, see- I'm seeing things faster. It's not that. I think it's more the smoothness of things. You can get a better read on things. You can see but how you're, things are But once again, with, with all these things, your computer has to be able to handle it for this. Your computer does have to be able to yeah. sense. Because if, if your computer can't ha- handle 144 hertz, yeah. then it's objectively worse, right? Yeah. Like if you're just stuttering and all, you can't see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but sorry, I, I kind of... No, yeah, that that's that's basically where I wanted to go. It doesn't really make sense as to why it makes such a big difference, um, but mentally and like physically, I guess it actually does. Your your eye your eye is able to catch more things, right? Because like I think with Rocket League, it's kind of weird with Rocket League because there's like there is less things going on in the game. Like mm-hmm. literally, there's less thing. Like and everything should be smooth cards. transitions. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's one of those things where your eyes will just catch you know, the very, the, the smaller variations more, right? Mm. The reality is I would argue like 60 Hertz to 144 Hertz in an FPS game would make way more of a difference, right? Sure. Because there's so many finite 
movements and details that you just mm-hmm. have to keep track of mm-hmm. that it's just like if you have a wider scope of vision if you can literally you know the movement in the game isn't like three pictures you know uh then when you have to do a very precise shot there's better chances of shooting mm-hmm. um with rock league there's a little less but it's definitely like objectively everyone has done it has moved up now here's the thing though right um I switched to 144 hertz. It's not like you're like, I think some people think it's going to like save their like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm going to be SSL. It's like, no, no, you move up like 100. You move from like champ one, maybe to champ two, you know? Yeah. But you're not moving from champ two to grand champ, you know? Like, that's not, that's not how it works. You'll you'll play like a Um, little bit better, but it's not going to be the, hey, I went up a full, uh, no, like rank. You will still have to put in the work, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, and the reason pros will argue for these is like the higher up it is, then in theory they should be able to pull off stuff they weren't able to pull off before because of the fact that like every little turn in their car as they're going through the air they can see better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's why some pros will argue for two fifty six, right? And I'll I'll say that the two fifty six is kind of a scam for Rocket League. <laughs> well, yeah. it's it just like you know, I understand the competitive advantage from pros, right? Um, I will never argue to anyone to get a 256. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that it's going to make them that much better, right? Um, it's it's one of those things where it's like, if I'm, uh, I don't know, if, if I'm, uh, if I'm Hendrix, right? Mm-hmm. Then I might, like, go into a custom guitar shop and get, like, every like you know pick up every string every like fret perfectly placed where i want it you know what i mean and the smoothness and the type of wood i might go into it right um but if i'm just learning guitar and i'm like one year in it's like i don't need to be spending 10 10 grand you know yeah. on, on the guitar i think that's my analogy i guess that's fair it's like you can spend it on a better guitar but yeah. like once you get to the very detailed things, it's like, it feels like, okay, well, you're a professional and you're just being very neurotic. Very specific with your, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Seems Question weird. answered. Yeah, answered. Um, also, frames per second. If you if your computer can handle it or your thing, try to cap the uh, frames per second. Oh, yes. Minimum. Like, have them just set to twice the uh, refresh rate of your monitor. Is that how that works? Yeah, because then there, there's no chance of it skipping because of a potential um, uh, mismatch of frames. <laughs> um, if you're interested, so if you have one forty four, so you have to, you have to do one forty four. You have to do uh, two eight eighty eight. Yep, two eighty eight. Okay. But if your computer cannot handle that, or whatever you're Same playing on can't handle that, match your frame rate to your uh, refresh rate. So, and so if you, you did three hundred, it would bug out, right? Because I believe that's a Rock League max. Um, it would have a very small problem (laughs) but if you're also doing it double specifically so that every other frame that is on the uh like shown by the computer um is seen as one frame in your screen um so if it's higher then it's like whatever who really cares um because you're just getting an extra frame every so often it's not going to be doubling up on the monitor on the frames that you see uh and the frames that are being shown like you're not that's really cool sir i yeah. literally never knew this because yeah. I, I i did have a some trouble with this like, i mean i've kept it at 144 sometimes 
because it felt stable, but like I imagine there's the possibility um, of it just doubling up and the mismatch of frames messing messing with things. So yeah, so um, like I need yeah. to try two eight eight and then see if my computer can handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it could probably could. I don't know if it can handle it and stream. That's that's another question. Yeah, maybe. Also, if you're thinking about getting a higher higher monitor, make sure that your game can run at that refresh rate at the very. very oh minimum. yeah, please, please. We're talking <laughs> about 144 hertz here, but like, make sure you can run at 144. <laughs> you need you need a certain at least a certain type of beast. Right? Yeah, because it has to be able to handle the 144 hertz monitor, which is already a lot more draw on your. Uh, computer's ability but then it also has to play the game at that faster speed uh at that faster um frame rate so dual aspect uh increase of performance (laughs) yeah awesome Mm -hmm. all right uh i think this we're gonna wrap up the show uh waps thanks for being on um i very much enjoy these uh next week well who who knows we may have guests guests potentially potentially for next week um we may have i have a cursor i imagine is gonna be back next week if not right if we don't have guests Mm -hmm. then uh, i want to do a show with cursor um but you know tim and nick tackler can be in the background if they want to hop in uh maybe talk about call of duty i'm sure they enjoy that and call of duty nick tackler that's that's the the duo that's that's a duo It's the, the house too, you know what I mean. When I leave, but it might be fun, especially in the Call of Duty end of things. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to thank the patrons again. Uh, I got a shout out in the beginning of the show, but uh, once again, September first. Wait till September first, and if you want to join the Patreon, help us out. Um, I'm kind of aiming. I have an aim now. I have an aim. I want to get to around 25 patrons, mm-hmm. um, and then if we can get there, if that can be a goal, I can hold. Um, maybe thinking about like expanding what we do um like show notes wise it'd be cool because some shows have it where like they literally clip uh segments you know what i mean uh into into the thing so oh, I don't cool know if that that would be a possibility but mm-hmm. um that would also be more expensive so it's yeah. one of those things with editor and all that uh but yeah uh that just future plans rob and kyle show was just released by the way so if you do join the patreon you'll get to hear me talk about my trip mm-hmm. uh, to Europe um, to undisclose location uh, and, and many other things and books and stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I hope, I hope you guys enjoyed the show and we'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.